It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. 94 WIP FM HD1 Philadelphia from the Tasty Cake Studios. This is BGN Radio on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Welcome, everybody. It is the evening edition of BGN Radio. John Barchard, Brandon Lee Gowton, James Seltzer, Moshe Behind the Glass, 888-729-9494. As uh, it was quite a busy week for the Eagles in terms of news, uh, and then that all got drifted away thanks to Brian Colangelo and the Sixers. So thank you for that, of making the hopefully repeat Super Bowl champions uh, not have any distractions this week as there's plenty to get into and talk about. And today... Uh, you know, there there should be some excitement. Minicamp is starting next week. We expect a lot of sound bites as it's mandatory. I assume that Michael Bennett will actually be there and show up. We're going to see some uh, possibly some new wrinkles, get a look at the rookies. But BLG, the uh, the rookies have been looking pretty good thus far. How are you doing this evening, my friend? I'm doing all right, John. I am looking at Carson Wentz and Zach Ertz sitting courtside. Mm-hmm. At thinking a little LeBron Game James, four. yeah, last mm-hmm. night, and I'm I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling like you know LeBron James is going to be here too. Well, we'll touch on that for sure, Mister Seltzer. How are you, sir? Yeah, I think LeBron's going to the Lakers, but otherwise, I'm doing great. That's because uh, you uh, don't think in any box other than your own. There's no way LeBron James is going to the Lakers. It doesn't make sense. I'll tell you why. Okay. In our second hour, we'll, we'll yell about that later. I can't wait. Yeah, but also coming up here, you know what? Because uh, Kenny Chesney is probably uh, playing his heart out right now. Lincoln Financial Field. Woo! Uh, the traffic to get back because we were we uh, we were hanging out at Harris uh, uh, Philadelphia today, and it was a lot of fun because everybody's getting ready for the Belmont Stakes and all that. I couldn't believe the traffic just coming back up from you know. Uh, below the airport to get to a Kenny Chesney concert. It was crazy. It was nuts. Everyone is going to Kenny Chesney, apparently. So as we are uh, discussing a lot of things that do excite us about this Eagle season, certainly we want to hear uh, your take on what you're excited about heading into 
this season, 888-729-9494. I don't get the popularity of Kenny Chesney. I never will. And that's just, I. what are you doing? You know, I, 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 well, so along with this discussion, what is popular that you just don't understand why it's popular? I think there's a, a ton of stuff you can get to whether that's like, you know, Kenny Chesney or a TV show or a, a movie. Like, or I just, every I don't, country musician ever. Let's slow the roll. Let's slow the roll there, sir. You know, Merle Haggard is a, is an idol. And, and, and so are, I don't know, there's a lot of other. Cody Jenks, you don't like Cody Jenks? Come on, man. George Strait's all right. Yeah, that's okay, too. But yeah, I just, I don't understand it. I don't get, I don't think I would stand, and not alone, uh, it's raining today, so get wet for Kenny Chesney? Well, that's a oh, phrasing. Good crazy. Lord. But uh, yeah, I just, I just didn't <laughs> understand that. Hey now! What I would this is definitely the evening edition. <laughs> it is VGN after hours yeah. going on. We have to cut that up. Yeah, yeah. So what I what I am excited Most for. Get on that. What I what I uh, would be standing in line for. This is the first thing I want to kick off, guys. I can't wait to see Carson Wentz in his third year. I know that's the the obvious one. Is probably why I wanted to clear it off the board. But between OTAs, Mort report. Uh, the, all the little surprising nuggets that have uh, been happening in BLG, we, we saw him down there, seven on seven, a little bit surprising. Carson Wentz looks really good, and I, I'm expecting another MVP-like caliber season from him again in his third season. We were talking about it last week on this very program here on Sports Radio WIP that my best bet is Carson Wentz is going to play week one, and I don't see why not. And, John, you said he's going to play the whole year. We'll see about mm-hmm. that. But right now... I do think he's going to be there for week one. He looks great. He looks, the, the the phrase that Chris Mortensen used was shockingly ahead of schedule. That's what they're hearing from inside the organization. Now, I think it's kind of funny that report came out at the same time there's White House drama going on. So I'm sure, you know, there, was, there might have been a little bit of like, hey, let's talk about this thing instead. <laughs> but But based on what we've seen, the evidence is there that he is looking great. You saw him doing footwork drills. He had a brace on, you know, he's still making his recovery. He didn't look any less capable than the quarterbacks like Nick Foles or Nate Sudfeld or Joe Callahan, who are completely healthy. He looked better than those quarterbacks, just to be quite honest with you. So everything is trending in the right direction. Obviously, he's not ready to play right now, today, and we'll see how things progress throughout the training camp. We don't know when exactly, if at all, how much he'll participate there or in the preseason. I think he shouldn't play at all in the preseason, Mm -hmm. but... We, well, those boxes still have to be checked. But for right now, he definitely is ahead of schedule. And that is a great thing for this team as they try to repeat as Super Bowl champions. Yeah, I could, it's the thing I'm most excited about. There are a lot of things, and we'll get into all the stuff that we're excited about this season. But for me, I think for most people, it's just after that Rams game and the way it happened and then him still throwing the touchdown to Jeffrey on fourth down, it just feels like he has unfinished business on that field. And I can't wait to see him get back out there and just see him do like, that was the funnest thing about like, it wasn't. And at the time we thought that, you know, you know, the Super Bowl chances could be done and all the, you know, magical run after. But mm-hmm. one of the things we all talked about when Wentz went down, wasn't just the effect on the team, but it was how much fun it was to watch that guy play every Sunday. It was like, I can't believe I get to watch this guy be my team's quarterback every Sunday. And the amazing things that he does out on a field. I, I can't wait to, see those amazing things happening. And, uh, you know, he's already doing Matrix-type stuff with uh, medicine balls and things like that with the, the rest of the quarterbacks. His mobility looks really good. 
Um, and, you know, just all the other things that we talked about, the hunger, the, the wanting to get back on the field, the Super Bowl MVP kind of looking over your shoulder, all that kind of factors in, I think, uh, again, for a phenomenal season. James, what are you most excited about in uh, in uh, in this next upcoming season? Yeah, mine, uh, mine is not as much on the field. It is a lock to happen. So mine is wow. not a will this happen, will Wentz be back. Mine is... Opening night, I can't wait to see that banner come down. That's what I want to see. I want to see the banner and the Super Bowl champion celebration watching the start of the NFL season and to see my team, the Super Bowl champion team, begin their repeat. I know it seems obvious. You know, it's like, yeah, I can't wait for the Eagles to play again. But I, I, I can't wait for that night and that kind of coronation down at Lincoln Financial Field is these are your Super Bowl champions, and they are starting their bid to repeat. I, I can't wait for it. And Nick Foles is going to come through the tunnel with a torch, and he's going to have you know all, all these horses uh, right behind him, and <laughs> carry him up. And all. I, you know, like, shouldn't it just be? I want it to be the most petty banner raise of all time. Yep. I, I, I and I would love ideas on that of how to make it extremely petty, and maybe just maybe just constantly remind everybody, like all the playoff teams. Just I think they should have a. Uh, a loop of Julio Jones missing the catch yeah. on the final play because it's going to be Atlanta there and just be, and then, you know, the flea flicker against Minnesota. <laughs> yes, just the, ha- having that and just, you know, he just slowly just takes his time, like he almost uh, six inches at a time. He's just moving across the field. Well, yeah, I would, I would like something Draw like that. Out, like they can, they can wait hours to play the football game as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Draw the celebration out all freaking night. Everybody, uh, yeah, everybody get mad with all the please just start the football game tweets and move on. Game was supposed to start an hour and a half ago. What's going on? We're still celebrating. That's what's going on. Although I'm still sticking to this. They're going to lose that game. They're no. going to they're going to lose against Atlanta. Wow. No. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that, like it just wrong. It, 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 wow. No. It's, wow. I, I'm, I'm, Why would you say that right now? Because they're it's, it's, a kill it's just what happens. The banner raising, everybody's like, this is great. It happens every single year. I'm just letting you know. Wow, getting lots of booze. BLG, excited for anything? Uh, I'm never excited for anything. I, you know. <laughs> Obviously. Um, but for my pick. Not even lobster. My, my well, dad. especially yeah. not that. <laughs> Bad but, takes coming out of But that, as far as uh, something we're talking about, basically, talking about Carson Wentz, and you mentioned it, James, that Rams game, I'm excited for the rematch this year. Yeah, oh, yeah. That thing is, again, back where it was last year. Coach this, of the year, huh? Which is outrageous, by yes, the way. Yeah, it's it so is stupid. outrageous they have to go back out to L.A. again. Like, w- come here. It's B.S. It is, but I like it, though. I want it. I want yeah. it to happen Beat because it's like there. Carson, unfinished business. Go back in that place. Go freaking blow the doors off that team. Doug Peterson going to come out. And just he's gonna run like Philly Philly on every play and be like, yeah, Sean McVay, <laughs> offensive genius. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'll show you what the real coach of the year looks like. I'm I'm looking forward to all that. It should be a great matchup. Um, I think that's and it's it's at a time of the season. It's week fifteen. Yeah, it's, it's at a time of year. Game. That's that could be huge. That could be, could be for for number one seed or something. It could be, and it could be a just the the setup. That could be a preview of the NFC Championship game or yeah. divisional round, whatever. When I, they'll I, have to come here. Exactly, exactly. So that could be a really good game. Yeah, and I uh, I'm I'm I, on that take. I I kind of almost I can't wait for those bigger games. I could care less about the NFC East games this year. Is that like I I don't 
because it's it. That's what's changed to me this season. It's bigger than I'm, the NFC. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm like, who cares? I still want to beat the Cowboys. Oh yeah, no, that's always I fun. Wanna, I want to go six and zero. Oh, oh yeah, real, but I mean, right? like, I really still want to beat the Cowboys. Yeah, me too. If they lose I to Washington once, all. like, well, yeah, whatever. Washington, I don't I, care. I want to beat the Giants too. Yeah. Saquon well, they will. So that's that's yeah. not even a question. Pat yeah. Shermer, shove it down his face. <laughs> you got to rub it into those NFC East yeah. teams that kept throwing their Super Bowls in our faces. You just got to rub it in. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, thank you. And motion thing unpopular that you don't understand why it's popular, by the way. I'm sure there's lots of things that kids in uh, in high school. For me, it's always like it's it's some of the slang today. Like I never understood why ki- why people are saying things are lit. If the lights are on, it's wow, lit. Oh, I man. actually really if you like light lit. a candle, it's lit. <laughs> I, think I lit, hate I, that. I think lit is great. I like lit. I'm a big fan of lit. I know. Well, see, that's, that's take motion. That's the thing. <laughs> great. I, take. I know why it's that popular. Take was lit. <laughs> but but it's also overused, just like that. You yeah, know, it's I get uh, it. it gets to an extent of like if your dad's talking about it, I'll tell it's you probably something. done. I'll tell, I'll tell you something if you want to if you want to start the hate pouring in. Oh yeah, <laughs> Bruce Springsteen. I'm thank sorry. You. Thank I don't you very much. I no. don't thank you very it. much. He is the most overrated dude on the planet. I uh, stop it. I well, and, and every single sports writer fawns oh, over Bruce Springsteen. Not me. Not no me. <laughs> see Bruce for the fifty seventh time. I can't wait. Well, let's go get some hummus. Eight 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 seven two nine ninety four ninety four. Let's go to Clarence and Sickler. What's up, Clarence? How you guys doing? I'm doing good, man. I am pumped about the Eagles season. The two things I'm excited, most excited for. I think. Howie Roseman knocked it out of park with the draft this year. I mm-hmm. think we got a steal in Josh Adams as an undrafted free agent. Well, got, got, let's, uh, I think he, he hasn't practiced he yet. The team. He hasn't practiced but yet, Clarence. Yeah. I mean, uh, he had he was franchiseman candidate. He goes undrafted, and I think he's going to fit right into that backfield, and he's going to earn a spot as your big back. I really believe it from what I saw last year. I'm excited about him. I'm also excited about Matt Collins in year two. I really think he's going to take some steps up to be mm-hmm. the number two guy. I think he's really going to challenge Mike Wallace for snaps. And the thing, uh, you guys, at first, what the thing I was going to say, the thing that I don't get popularity-wise yes. was the uh, uh, One Direction. But now <laughs> started talking about music. I don't. I don't never got Bob Dylan. I don't get oh, it. Like, that's a strong one, Clarence. Song. Clarence, why? Why didn't you get Bob Dylan? What is it? Is it the his voice? Nail, his voice is like nails on a chalkboard. I, I don't that. I Yeah, there's like no, there's no really notes to it. Yeah, I, I get that. I, th- I think he's amazing. I've seen Bob Dylan in concerts. Well, if you got to explain that to me because he sounds like this whole man. The lyrics, man. He's a poet, Clarence. He's a he's an American poet. He's one of the great okay, poets just speak. of our time. Don't talk Thank to you, me Clarence. like shit. All right. Yeah, the, I can get that. It, the wait. music, what a hell of a harmonica player. The man could play a harmonica. I mean, when Jimi His Hendrix voice. can take your poetry and make it one of the best songs in the world. You know, uh, yeah. but that's what I'm saying. Great Don't writer. be the musician. Just you know, start yeah. writing for people. I get it, Clarence. Other stuff. No, I get it. Look, it's a, it's a, it, the voice thing. I get it. I, it doesn't bother yeah. me as much, but I totally get it. I think it's unique. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Clarence. Yeah, but I, I would say uh, more Bruce Springsteen than Bob yeah. Dylan. I get why you know Bob Dylan's popular. So the- Person yeah, of the time. So what don't you guys like about Bruce, though? Because it's just have... it's just whatever. It's yeah. the same. It's just like uh, yeah. It's it's like um, uh, a Ritz think... cracker with peanut butter on it. It's like all right, it's fine. I, I think he's a decent songwriter. I think he's an overrated musician. I think he's he's a f- okay singer. And I, I think a lot of it comes from the you know obviously he has. 
thought and meaning behind what he's doing and he's passionate and I know he's concerts, he plays for three hours or whatever, all that stuff, but I just don't think his music's very good. I think yeah, his music I think, sucks. I think his lyrics are fantastic. They're I can fine. understand if you don't they're like fine. the fantastic. instrumental I don't itself. Like, they're fine. But they're all right. I, I also haven't seen him in concert. I do hear he's a fantastic performer, but for me, it's, it's the lyrics. Yeah. Meh. Yeah, there's a lot better lyricist. If yeah. that's what oh, we're no, on, I'm, I'm just Bob saying. Dylan. I'm not saying he's at Way the same better. level as Bob Dylan. Bob Way Dylan I mean, is here's, one of a kind. Here, this might be incredibly hot. Uh, if you if you gave me Metallica lyrics and and Bruce Springsteen lyrics, Whoa. probably oh. probably not much different in terms of grading it. I mean, it's just it's whatever. It's feelings. It's just he's not a great writer. I'm, I'm, That's all yeah, I'm saying. I'm with you, man. You're but preaching I, the choir. I, I do I do want to address something that Clarence did say though, and we've we've pointed this out a couple of times. Don't plan on Josh Adams making the team. Don't plan on Donnell Pumphrey making the team. It's going to be Matt Jones. Like, that's uh, right now, uh, and, and obviously things can always change because it's so early. But, uh, I mean, BLG, we've addressed this on the podcast. You can follow us there at BGN underscore radio there as well. But, you know, Josh Adams, Mike Mayock had said that, you know, there's there's surgery that needed to be required and that kind of just – it still feels like it's hanging out there. Well, he hasn't practiced. I right. mean, that's kind of an issue. We don't, and we don't even know he's going to return. I mean, it could be soon. Who knows? We don't have a really firm timetable on that. So um, you, you have him in the mix there, and that's hard to really judge where he's at right now if he's not even practicing. You've Donnell Pumphrey, who also isn't practicing. Apparently, he still has a <laughs> hamstring issue right now. See ya. Yeah, kind of an issue. With James Seltzer thing has a 0.01% chance to make the team. Chance. I wouldn't lack. I wouldn't lock Matt Jones in just yet because of, you know, the fumbling issues. And Certainly. Let's see how he does in the preseason. Yeah, if he has a preseason where he's dr- fumbling every game. He's That's what I mean. Like, the there's disaster potential with that. I wouldn't. Smallwood versus Jones, though. Yeah, I would say Smallwood still has a chance. I wouldn't, you know, say he's a lock by any means because in past training camps and preseasons, he hasn't been able to stay healthy. But if he can stay healthy and he was having the kind of preseason and training camp that he was last year, where he actually was looking decent, People then I think he could. I mean, I wouldn't. Uh, I wasn't like fired up about him. I, I don't think anyone should have been fired up about him. But definitely he, remember some Wendell Smallwood is the best running. He looks solid. Yeah. He looks well. Spadero, our, our good friend Dave Spadero, thought. I remember he wrote a column that he said he thought uh, Smallwood would lead the team in rushing last oh, year, yeah. and, and Blunt would lead in touchdowns. So. Uh, I'm not ready to close the book entirely on Wendell Smallwood, but if Wendell Smallwood starts missing practices like these other guys, then I think Matt Jones has it. The other thing with with Matt Collins that Clarence you know mentioned there too, I'm not sure what his role is going to be. Yeah, yeah, um, it's not number two right we, away. Yeah, Mike, it, well, I don't think he said take snaps away from Mike Wallace. I don't see that happening at all. Not ha- I'll tell you that right now. That is not going to happen. Not a lot. Uh, it, it, again, it depends on certain situations, but even Mike Grow answered that in a in a very generic way when we were also down there when was that last week yeah and you know how is his role going to be introduced he goes Matt Collins is a strong leader. He's going to do all this. He's been working hard this all offseason. Well, Hopefully, this conference is kind of like, like that. All right, dude. But I mean, you know, I want to know how your role's expanded, and it doesn't doesn't look like it. Now he's going to be behind, you know, Alshon, and that's what they're doing in those three by one sets with Zach Ertz being alone. Uh, basically, the play that you know won the Super Bowl. You're going to see that a lot. Um, but I don't know what what is your interpretation of of Matt Collins this year, James? Yeah, I think you nailed it. I think that that you know, very clear delineation with a one, two, and three with Alshon Wallace and Aguilar. And I think you're going to see, unless there's an injury, obviously, those guys get the vast majority of the wide receiver snaps. Obviously, Ertz is going to be in there as a pass catcher. Then the other thing that could hinder Hollins' ability to get on the field is you've got two running backs who can catch the ball. You've got another tight end you brought in as a pass catcher. There's just a lot of mouths to feed, as it were, there. And I think Matt Collins is 
maybe like on the level of Dallas Goddard in terms of a mouth to feed, but I, I think there's a real chance for Goddard to lap him pretty quickly. I, I think that Hollins is behind every single guy we mentioned in terms of mouths to feed, including Clement and Sproles. 888-729-9494. Let's go to Rick in South Carolina. What's up, Rick? Hey, good evening. Uh, thank you for taking my call, James, John, Brandon. Uh, love your show. Um, yeah, so uh, maybe just a couple of things. Uh, what I'm looking forward to, I'm looking forward to seeing two tight end sets with Dallas oh, Goddard. yeah, you should be, out there. I, you know, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't, don't want to just, like, wait for uh, Goddard to be the backup, right? I want to see some two tight end sets with those guys. Uh, I'm looking for some depth at guard be- behind Wisniewski. I thought that was a little shaky last year. Well, there's plenty of it, my friend. <laughs> There's a, we there, just don't know how good the depth is. True, there's, it, there's depth. depth, but we just don't know. Yeah, right. that's a good point. Right, yeah. proven depth, right. And then the third thing that I mentioned on the, to the screener was um, uh, I was thinking about the past week and what I'd like to see the Eagles do, I, I think they've been doing, but I'd like to see them sort of take the high road with regards to a trip to Washington, uh, go to Washington, not to visit the White House and who lives there right now, but to help out with the local charity there, uh, you know, show, show up and uh, make a difference in Washington, and I think it would be well-received to take the high road that way. Well, Rick, they they already they've, we appreciate the phone call just up against the break. They already have done that. That was They're kinda, going to do it. They yeah. were going to. They were scheduled. They are, though, yeah. They were scheduled to do that, and then they decided, okay, it's not going to work out, so they were scheduled for the summer, yeah. probably when a lot of things aren't going on. And certainly uh, the high road is exactly what they've taken into this whole thing. They haven't made an issue. And, and I, I'm going to tell you next. Uh, something that Doug Peterson did after that press conference when there was like 5,000 cameras there uh, this past week. It's BGN Radio. What are you excited for? And what is popular that you do not understand? Brandon Legouten, James Seltzer, John Barger, all here with you right here. Sports Radio 94 WIP. This is BGN Radio on Sports Radio 94 WIP. So, uh... I know Doug Peterson had a great week, uh, mainly because, you know, when, uh, when that White House stuff was was going around, he went and did that press conference, and I'm going to make a blanket statement, and then just schooled every national reporter that was in there. That was my favorite. We're moving on. We're moving on we're to the next thing. We're just, on, We're on to OTAs. We're on to OTAs, which is, uh, if he would have just done that, I would have... I I would have been the best. Peed my pants yeah. laughing. Or just, uh, I, Steve Trevelis actually w- had a conversation with me last night. He's like, I would have loved it if he just came, hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my <laughs> And just have that uh, as as a clip that, uh, you know, just uh, stands the test of time. But he was so proud of himself that once he walked out of that press room, the loudest high five I've ever heard in my life. It's awesome. Just, I think he was, I think he was high fiving Brett or somebody. Yeah. Somebody there. PR guy. Yeah. So he was uh, having a lot of fun. We're having a lot of fun too. It's BGN Radio 888. 888- 729-9494. John Barcher, Jay Seltzer, Brandon Lee Gouton all here. Bruce Springsteen has made our list on popular things that we don't know why they're popular. Uh, right, I got another for you, Jenny. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Esports. <laughs> will someone explain? I knew he had yes, to get that I out. I know I'm an old man and all, but will someone explain to me? I had to like be on Twitter, and I see people getting like drafted yeah. by... Go. Quote unquote NBA teams to play video games. Is this a real world that all I'm right, living in? Calm right down, now? Charlie Day, first of all. <laughs> uh, and then uh, it's, just, it's just like anything else. It's the same reason oh, why my God. people watch poker because it's the, it's a ass, skill it's game the, that, the, like. The one guy, I like watching poker. It's the, the same one, thing. The one guy in his Twitter handle or whatever says, 
practices 12 to 14 hours a day. I'm like, you play video games. Well, you don't practice. See, I really like esports, and even that makes me mad. I'm like, stop it. Play video games for 12 to 14 hours. I can hours. understand people liking esports if, like, you know, it's maybe it's like watching a movie or something like that, If it, you know, for not Madden, not the sports games. But to have it broadcast on ESPN, I don't want to watch somebody moving a joystick. Yes, you do. Pe- no, yes, I you don't. do. People do. You're not watching them move a joystick. You're watching them play the game. You're watching them talk about playing. It's so weird. Talking about playing the game? They you actually like going. I mean, that was a sweet move I just made. Come on, guys. He hit the A button so well. Watch me on YouTube. It's really cool. I just oh did this God. sweet move. Did you see that? I dunked with a video game player. Yay. You, get, you get enthralled by people lighting their farts on fire, and I can't, you know. I I'm, do? Of course you do. Yeah, I've seen you I on YouTube. I've seen your YouTube history. I don't know. <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> Let's get out of this and go to Jim to Havertown. What's Jimmy! up, Jim? How are you, buddy? Gentlemen, you guys got me laughing my butt off. <laughs> What's up, James? How my you doing, brother? guy answering the phone oh. back in the day. James is the best. How you doing, brother? What's up, brother? Yo, man, you got to talk a little sacrilegious, though, man. I had to tell your producer. He's trying to be your moral compass, too, Jan. I got to talk to you about him one time. Uh, <laughs> dude, Springsteen and Dylan are two of the greatest freaking poets in the last, I don't know, 50 years. You guys got to be kidding me with hating on these guys. Greatest no, po- I love Hold Dylan, on. But- Jim, you cannot put them in the same category when it comes to writing. Because you don't, you don't know them. You obviously I, don't know Springsteen. I, I know Listen Springsteen. For you to, I'm telling you, for you to compare him to Metallica and say you wouldn't notice the difference just shows me you don't know him at all. And, and part of lyrics, it's it's the it's the part, it's the same tempo, nah, it's the same temperament. To on the radio, brother, listen to his whole album. I think it's called Nebraska. Nebraska. Right? Everyone yeah. always goes oh to Nebraska. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you want to know if he's a poet, man. Or not, that's why you got to go there. He's a poet. I don't give you guys one more too. All I right. hope you guys know his name too, Leonard Cohen. I'm I sure love people Leonard hear his voice. But Leonard Cohen is also a great poet. All from time. Canada. Leonard All Cohen is awesome. No disagreement yeah. there. Yes. Yeah. But do you yeah. have something that is popular that you don't understand, Jim? <laughs> Not really. Maybe the, <laughs> maybe the way Sam Hinkie is liked in this town. Oh. <laughs> Fighting words, Jim. Jimmy coming with some hot takes today. I like it. <laughs> what, uh, are you, what, are you, what are you excited for this Eagles season, bud? I'm, I'm excited to go to the playoffs. I'm sure we're going to the playoffs with Wentz again as long as he stays Definitely. healthy. And guess what? If he doesn't stay healthy, we got the freaking Super Bowl MVP to back him up. So I think we'll be all right. <laughs> you just you just made Brandon Lee out and so Love happy. It, Thanks for Great hanging call, out, Jimmy. Man. That's so funny. Well, yeah, and that's like, it's yeah, like you, just, can just you can just tell. And you just see the face drop. So tired of hearing it. He's he's just like, what I does just, that mean? Like, so like if Carson Wentz just like it means has he's the to, Super Bowl. MVP. But like, let's say Carson Wentz has to miss like 15 games. He only plays one game. Oh, we're just gonna be fine. No, yeah, we no, just were. you're not. We just no, but were. he did not play 15 games. I'm not doing this again today. I'm not either. We're not doing this not again. Not happening today. But I'm with you. Uh, nope. th- see, that's no. Nope. But I am more excited with because we always get into that dumb debate all the time, and nobody mentions Doug Peterson. I want to see Doug Peterson in his third year in his playbook Me too. expand and expand and expand. With and now he's weapons got too. so many. I mean, BLG, back me up here. If anyone is dumb enough to put a linebacker on Dallas Goddard, excuse me, Philly Goddard, thank you. They are going to be embarrassed every single time. That is an automatic touchdown. He was killing it in the red zone in practice last week. I mean, you just saw it time after time. They kept throwing to him. It didn't matter which quarterback. didn't matter who was defending Philly Goddard. I mean, he was just getting open in the red zone. That's what he does. He's 6'5", what, like two, uh, I don't know, two-something. He is a he's a big dude. <laughs> 272 I, I touchdowns, yeah. Yeah, he, he is a big dude. He makes <laughs> impressive catches. 
that guy, he's pretty good in those in those areas. You can see why they brought him in to add that extra weapon in the red zone. I am really excited to see what Doug Peterson not only does with him, but just, you know, adding more at wide receiver. You know, like like Torrey Smith was, I think, a lot more. And again, Torrey Smith had a great playoff. So I'm not trying to throw shade on Torrey Smith. I'm just saying he was more limited of a player. You bring in Mike Wallace now, yeah. and what we've seen out of him from OTAs, he's not just this one-trick pony that he gets the reputation for being for. Yes, he can stretch the field. That's something he can do, but it's not the only thing that he does well. He, he can make some of these contested catches over the middle of the field. He can, and that's that's an area where uh, we're talking about, John, you've been talking about all offseason. You're excited to see how Doug Peterson and this Eagles offense attacks that middle of the field, and that's probably... Uh, the key to the success for this team. So I'm really interested to see how much Doug, too, is really involved in the ownership of this offense because with DiFilippo gone and with Frank Wright gone, if this offense is as good as ever, we know it's Doug and it's not just all the coaches behind him. It's going to be better than ever. Uh, Here's the thing I'm excited about. Like you said, it's Peterson. It's the concept of this guy has already shown that he is a genius at creating mismatches at – you know, and every time BLG smiles when I say it, because Doug, Peter- just, Doug Peterson's a he genius. He thought he was going to be fired at this time <laughs> last Peterson year. Doug Peterson is a genius. <laughs> but he is so great at creating those mismatches, at using motion to kind of divert, you know, use diversion and all yeah. that type of stuff. And now you give him all these weapons, including we've even talked a ton about Sproles and Clement out of the yeah. backfield. I mean, I just, I am so excited. And then to have a quarterback like Wentz, who has the mental aptitude, the processing ability to really run it, at its fullest, like uh, the potential's through the roof when you think about all these weapons with Wentz and Peterson. And I think there is a, a man, like I, I, I haven't seen Doug run a lot of it, but two personnel, just like Rick from South Carolina was saying, where he wants to see kind of those two tight end sets. If you put Ertz and Goddard and then do a three by two or whatever it is, or you just have Ertz or Goddard that are in line with the offensive line, oh my God. I can can you feel? I just I'm I just douse me with a bucket of water right right this moment. And again, if they're just if Darren Sproles is there and one of those guys is out there, you're just gonna forget about somebody. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm big time excited for what uh, happens uh, through there in the middle of the field. Michael in New Jersey, what's up, buddy? Now, what's your problem with country music, man? Who doesn't like country music? What are you, an idiot? What's going on, man? <laughs> Look at you talking to me, Michael. What type of music do you listen to? Not country. What type of music do you listen to, buddy? Literally every... Buddy, you're getting a little aggressive wow, here. Wow, look at that. I like yeah, all man. of it. I love hip-hop. I love, I love rock. Hey, you going to let me talk? Michael. Time. I got late many Michael, times get, from the Kitty pull him down. Pull him down for a sec. Let me talk there for a second, Michael. All right? It's a give and take, brother. Coming in hot. All right? Listen, I literally no joke like every other kind of music but country. I listen to classic rock. I listen to all. I listen to death punk, metal, hip hop, not death metal. Yeah, that, see? Yeah. yeah, that's fair. Not death metal or country. everything but this, 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 yeah. this, and this, this, classical this. jazz, blues. Like I've seen BB King live. I, I like. I love all music except country. It sucks. It's whiny. You can put it back up now, Mike. <laughs> He's up. I, I don't know what's Michael, going on. You're you're good now. Yeah, Go you're ahead, a buddy. loser. You don't get laid, dude. You're a loser, man. Who doesn't like what? country music? You're a loser. Uh, for, you're a loser, dude. Right. You're a pound buddy. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> I've never seen somebody get wow. so upset over. I'm not. The, I'm not a big fan of country music. Uh, before. He's really excited for the Eagles season. Also, he told me. <laughs> yeah. Wow, ah, that's amazing. Sorry, Michael. He just doesn't wow. like We're definitely James. not going to put you back on the show, yeah. friend. But, so it was but good. We'll always. You're a loser. 
loser. You don't like country music. You never get laid. Well, I'm we'll, married. We'll, like, we'll, <laughs> we'll uh, go to our good friend uh, Quinn in Redding. Quinn, I, uh, I'm, I'm just hard to follow that one, Quinn. Uh, I are, hope are you can handle it. Are you a c- uh, country music fan, Quinn? Boys, uh, it's fine. It's whatever. What, you know, but that it's, is a it's, ridiculous it's call terrible. for me to try to follow that. <laughs> yeah. Woo! All right. Um, but how are you guys doing? It's been a while. Yeah, it has been a while, man. Uh, we're doing uh, we're doing great. What are you uh, What are you looking forward to this year? Uh, I like you guys were just talking about it. I'm probably most excited for that next year leap of Doug and Wentz because my you guys were talking about best bets the other day. My best bet is that Wentz is going to have a better season than he did last year. Yes, yeah, I, and I went in. Uh, I went in pretty strong on the podcast saying so. I just have that feeling as well. There's a Quinn. There's a little bit of like, okay, uh, let's see how important DiFilippo was because uh, you know I was always a big believer in him too. There's a, a tiny bit of worry in that, but uh, just his what you've seen so far, the mentality, the you know getting better each year. I, I really, you know, 41 touchdowns. Let's go. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, of course, like losing John Filippo is is not nothing, but Doug Peterson is running the offense. Let, let's just call it what it is. He gets input, but he's calling the plays, and we're going to go with Doug wherever Doug takes us. And I have full confidence in Doug. I love Doug. Me too. <laughs> I love that guy so much. Yeah, absolutely, man. Quinn, thanks for the call, buddy. Uh, it is very much, and just like we were talking about in the first segment there, like I... I I'm not going to hold back from that, and nor should you. I mean, this is kind of – is year three for Carson Wentz, could he be the one of the best quarterbacks of all time year? Is that the discussion that we finally have if, if he does wait, prove wait, wait. that he's into if, – If year three is amazing, do we start to talk yeah, about that? Just, just, if it just keeps progressing yeah, instead I mean, I think of we've already said regressing that, right? like we've, somebody in Dallas. We've already talked about that. I think that his ceiling is, yeah, one of the best quarterbacks ever. It's certainly the best quarterback in the league is his ceiling. If he hits his ceiling, he's the best quarterback in football. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, we've we've seen the we've seen that part. We yeah. know exactly. But the thing now is about consistency. And that's and what makes those players great. Yeah, stuff. being able to do that, not just having that one year wonder kind of season. And I'm not saying Carson Wentz is a one year wow. wonder. <laughs> Although some might listen, buddy. I don't listen, need to hear yeah. from hey, you over here. Hey. Yeah, if you don't think Carson Wentz is the best of all time, you're not getting late. Yeah, that's, I, I, uh, I, I want to to Quinn's point about loving Doug Peterson. I love Doug Peterson as much as I hate country music. How about that? There you go. That's a good take. 888-729-9494. We, we, uh, yeah, I mean, we're just going through a, a bunch of different things that we are excited about. Certainly uh, Dallas Goddard and the way he's done uh, so far. It's a, that seems like a home run type of a pick for this season. A lot of other things to get into, including one Nate Sudfeld as well. Because he's going to get a lot of playing time. Uh, during the preseason, I think. Uh, plus, as uh, we've we've seen already, uh, people are getting upset with, <laughs> with popular oh, things that man. we we don't understand why they're popular. So we want uh, those as well. I got a I got a got a nice gem for you as we uh, do that as well. Ooh. Matt Hammond's got a sports update. He'll chime in with us as well. It's John Barchard, Brandon Lee Gowton, James Seltzer, all right here on BGN Radio, Sports Radio ninety four WIP. This is BGN Radio. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Rage Against the Machine, please come back. You were popular, and you, I got why you were popular. Thank you. I saw them live, and it was awesome. Way better than country music. It was so good. <laughs> uh, so much better than country music. 888 729 Yeah, I don't know. 888 729 Brandon Lee Gowton, James Seltzer, John Barchard. 
All year with you. It's BGN Radio. Matt Hammond had a pretty good one, too. I don't know. I'm on the borderline because... hoping to lead a charge on bail. Because I was always oh. uh, loving <laughs> that going on. Moshe, a little, I thought you were tossing to him. I thought you were go- asking Matt to chime in. You got yeah. to put the cue button in there and make sure he's not talking in the other room. Yeah, there you go. But uh, <laughs> Matt Hammond had a good one. It was uh, it was the, the WWE. Oh. Yeah, we'll get to him. Okay, yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm curious on, on what kind of people think of that. But uh, let's go to the Greek in Bethlehem. What's up, Greek? Yo, what's up, boys? Nothing much, man. What's on your mind? Not much. So in terms of the Eagles, a little outside of the box uh, thinking since the on the field stuff is, I guess, pretty obvious to everyone at this point. Sure. Everyone's excited about the new players, about, you know, our quarterback situation. Um, Howie Roseman, you know, he the guy showed us what he was all about before the Chip Kelly situation, mm-hmm. obviously returning after that situation and what he's done since. But now what's he going to do with having that Super Bowl in his pocket and saying, all right, I can roll the dice even maybe a little more. And we know that the guy makes trades every year, like in training camp. So, or, you know, from training camp and, and once the season starts, he makes some sort of move. Greek, you know so, what's on my list? You know what's on my list at number five? What Howie Roseman has up his sleeve. I'm right there with you, man. I want to see what's, what's there's that's, there's. It's like family. It's like family feud. I'm I'm on the board, right? <laughs> yes. Bing. Yeah, Ding. that's right. That's right. Show me how what Howie has up his sleeve. Uh, but it, yeah, I mean, and I'll tell you the other thing that you know I, I told I told uh, I told the guy who answered the phone. Um, Mosh, yeah. Uh, I I don't know how other people feel, but. It's almost like it's such a weird feeling having won the Super Bowl because we don't know how to feel. I mean, we're elated, but at the same time, it's such a new feeling. So I'm looking forward to the season just being like, we're the, we won the Super Bowl. Let's start this season. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, I haven't really, I haven't really gotten that feedback from other people to see how other people, you know, that I know feel. But that's kind of how I feel. I don't. I don't. It's kind of. It's such a weird feeling. It, no, it really is. And uh, and BLG, I want you to touch on that in a second. But Greek, do you? What's uh, popular that you don't understand why it's popular? Oh boy. Oh boy. Hold on, Kevin Hart, the guy. Oh! Is, <laughs> the guy yes. Is, the guy Yo, is Greek is locked in us right now. Awesome. Yeah, I, Greek. It, you, it, nailed, it, you nailed. You nailed. He nailed. I your think guy? Greek uh, saw our pre-show he meeting. He did. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He wow. saw that he had the cameras on. He's like, I got mine. It's Kevin Hart. I think it's. It, I elaborate. Well, but that's the thing. I understand why he's popular, but maybe it's too much. It's too much. It's uh, he's everywhere lately too. Like he was at the Super Bowl trying to make it about him, like get on the ramp, and then it was the um, to be fair, Survivor. He was on so the it was Freddie Mitchell. Finale. It was just like, <laughs> like it's like he's, to he's stop. Like half the Survivor and then, finale or like he's this the, guy he's doing the his Sixers like playoff show. games, you know, to his front row. Six, like, it's just, it's a lot. And it, and it's not just like he's there. I mean, if he's there and wants to support the team, that's great. I love it. But then if you're trying to make it all about you at that point and you're just clearly trying to get on TV, it's like, dude, stop. Like, I'm here to watch the sports game, not to watch you. Like, just <laughs> do game. antics and stuff. I, 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 it's just too much. I'll take it a step further. Not and, that funny. Yeah, I was just going to say that, too. Not I don't, that funny. I don't yeah. 100% think he's like that I agree funny. with both of you guys. Right, it's, like, Everything he does, it's just like, look at me, I'm I'm famous. Look at me, look at me. Yeah, yeah. But, I, he's like he's made me laugh before, but it's certainly not with frequency or consistency. You want to know why? Because he doesn't say no. That's the other part. He doesn't say no to gigs. And that's okay. Yeah. He's there and he's available. That is, if anybody's out there that wants success, never say no. Yeah, get paid. I'm fine with that. <laughs> go out go, there go, and go, go, go to a money, lot of those buddy. things. Yeah, but that's uh, uh it, it, I, I, do you guys have any feeling or sense on what Howie? would do next as kind of 
like a surprise. Huh. You know, like it's uh, a, Nick Foles, right? I mean, that's, I mean that's, other than Foles, that's yeah. The I mean, one that's pretty hanging obvious. Hanging out there, it's Nick Foles. Other than that, I don't. When you look at the way the roster is, there might be positions where you're like, oh, they could beef that up, or oh, you know, maybe they look for a, another, you know, defensive tackle or whatever. But I don't think there's other than Nick Foles. I don't think there's anything like an obvious. And he might make a splash. It might surprise us, but that's why it would be a splash because I, I don't. At least BLG, I, I don't see anything. Obvious, like, oh, that could be a move they could make. Well, Dave Spadaro did write that column for us earlier this week, which you should check out on bleedinggreennation.com because he dropped some little hints in there. And one of the things Hashtag that he's, buds. he said was that don't be surprised, basically, I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, if they move a corner or mm-hmm. a defensive end. He, yeah, he specifically highlighted sense. those two positions. Now, I don't think that means Brandon Graham's getting moved. I think that's more of, I guess, Stephen Means or something like that in that Low case. End, yeah. Or can't trade Stephen Means. He Come means on. business. Or he Darby. Does. Darby could still. I would say it's possible something like that. Or even Rizal Douglas. I don't know something. And then going on a totally different position. I mean, we talked about it on the podcast, BGN underscore Radio, episode three seventeen, where Ike Samalo clearly Ike. just not fitting in on this roster right now. So I do believe trades will be made. I believe signings will be made. They just got all that cap space from releasing Michael Kendricks that just came into effect last yeah. week. Happy June 1st, everybody. So they yeah. can yeah. sign Cedric Thornton <laughs> or whoever else, or Corey Graham, which apparently they might do. And Jernigan, right? They should get a little extra there as well. Uh, I'm not sure, but they have about, I think it's about like seven or so million right now. So they have room to do some things, and I think we'll see a couple tweaks here and there. All right, let's go to Garrett in the Northeast. What's up, Garrett? What's going on? How you doing, fellas? Good. Just, uh, you know, super excited about this year coming up and, you know, As you be. season ticket holder. Yeah, my uh, my grandfather had season tickets since Franklin Field. Actually, and they've got passed down to us. So. Oh my gosh, that's uh, that's yeah. a, that's a long time, my friend. I'm glad they're in the right hands. Yeah, my mom actually uh, getting into the Super Bowl last year. She planned a trip. You know, not expecting the Eagles to do what they did. Uh, she was in Arizona streaming the game, and they were about four minutes behind us. So I called her when we kicked the field goal and. Know, screaming and hooting and hollering and she didn't even have any clue what was going on you know so needless <laughs> to say this year she didn't plan any trips in the postseason <laughs> oh okay. yeah yeah good that's good <laughs> what uh, uh what are you excited for my man uh just you know seeing Carson Wentz get out there healthy and you know I'm looking forward to it. he's got a uh you know long rest on his hands good training you know brushing up on uh all the NFL stuff, get that college mentality out of his head, you know, just really getting on the field with the, everybody that's on the same level as him and, you know, just, and just ready man, to I'm rock just, and roll and get, yeah, and go dude, get I'm that excited, you know, lots of words right now, really. <laughs> no, I, I've been and, waiting for this my whole life, you know, and Garrett, it's kind of funny too. And I appreciate the phone call, but we're just up against the break here. That's one thing that BLG has been trying to address for a long time. And I think, uh, uh, our previous caller even had mentioned that too. I, I don't know what we're going to do. You know, is it where are we going to revert back into like, oh man, they had a no and two start? We're immediately going to be angry again. And we're just kind of getting into the old rhythm of things. But there's, I'm going to keep saying it. I feel like no matter what happens, I'm still rooting for the repeat and all that. I know how difficult it is. I'm going to be fine with basically anything. Same. You know, I, I, I we'll in, see into that huh. next season. I mean, unless it's just a really, really just a, you it's know, uncharted territory. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's another good question to ask. Is what a what are you okay with? What do you want out of the second year as we're uh, we're uh, well, you know, judging expectations and things like that as well? I want to get to your phone calls, 888-729-9494. Brandley Gowden, James Seltzer, John Barchard, all here with you. Sports Radio, 94 WIP. 
Sports. This is BGN Radio on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Hey, congratulations to a horse on winning the thing. John, here's what I want to know. Okay. Uh, Does winning the Triple Crown even matter? I mean, it happens all the time now. You know? Yeah, yeah, just like it hasn't happened in my forever now. My whole life it never happens, and now it's two times in three years or whatever it is. It justify wins. This is speaking of popular things that don't want to popular. This. <laughs> I, 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 I don't understand where it's, it is. It is five hours of buildup with guys that wear really bad ties who are overweight, and trust me, I can smell my own. Uh, <laughs> and it's just that it's like, Tom, let's go down to you. Well, the uh, the the dew level is at seven percent, and uh, the uh, it's going to be a fast uh, track. Like every five seconds, that's all it is. The build up to any of these Belmont races or the Kentucky Derby, it's just uh, I don't know. You you had said yeah, it's <laughs> it's, it's basically NASCAR for the super rich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is. I I, I don't understand it. Eight 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 seven two nine ninety four ninety four. Brandon Lee Gowton, James Seltzer, John Barchard, all here with you. It is BGN Radio. And uh, yeah, we've been we've been talking about the excitement of heading into the season and what we're really looking forward to. Uh, and <laughs> apologize to, to Greek from Bethlehem, who uh, all, also had a uh, a reason why for the Kevin Hart thing. He for, sh- well, for saying that Kevin Hart he thinks is yeah he popular was, and doesn't get it. Correct. Uh, he showed up to the Coliseum with an LA Rams jersey. Oh. What? He's dude. the fakest of Vegas Philly fans. That's so weak, dude. Right? He's fronting like he's like the why. number one Philly fan on the planet. It's like, all right, bro. <laughs> uh, but we've we've said a number of different things. You know, Carson Wentz in his third year, uh, the evolution of Doug's playbook. But, uh, you know, we, we haven't talked about old study out there, BLG. Oh, Nate, yeah. Throwing studies. Bring it over to me right now. Let's uh, talk about it. Nate Sudfeld. Going to be uh, <laughs> going to be pretty popular in preseason is my prediction. That's what I think is going to happen. It's one of the things that if we're talking about most excited to watch, I'm honestly most excited to watch. And why wouldn't you be? This is a guy who the organization last year was saying, Frank Reich literally said at one point during a press conference in last season that Nate Studfeld was, quote unquote, turning heads in practice. <laughs> like, what does that even mean? How are you even doing that in practice? So I want to see what that's all about. And then John Filippo or JDF, as JDF, they're calling him. That yeah. is Which a is, I don't so like lame. that. It's I don't so like lame. that. We had him. What do you guys think of JDF? It sounds like curse words put together yeah. when you say it. Yeah. I don't like that. But in any case, in a. Should we dump it? Is that what you're saying? Should we dump it? <laughs> yeah, just dump it. In yeah. an interview after he left the Eagles and he got hired by the Minnesota Vikings to be their offensive coordinator, he said, I think, four or five separate times that Nate Sudfeld is going to be a really really good player. Like he kept saying it. He's like really, really good. Like he just, he kept repeating it over and over. And I was like, he either really believes this or he's just like really incredibly nice to this guy. So I'm excited to see what the hype is about. We've seen him in OTAs. I think he's been up and down. I think uh, we've seen some really good things. He had a beautiful, one of the best passes of OTAs so far down the seam to Philly Goddard. And after the play, which I loved even more, he, first of all, he gives a fist pump right after making the throw. And then he runs like 30 yards down the field and just goes up to Philly Goddard and puts his hands around his shoulders and just starts shaking him. It's like, let's go. He's like all fired up. It's OTAs. It's practice. And he's just getting all into it. I love it. I love the enthusiasm. He has, he has some moxie. I like it. A little moxie. <laughs> um, uh, Joe Callahan also has moxie, but you know what? He doesn't have size at all. 
He's just a little guy. Just, it's amazing. How like, does he, he feel about Kenny Chesney? <laughs> Let's ask him. Uh, the uh, I don't I, want uh, any Eagles at any Kenny Chesney concert. No, I'll just yeah, let's, let's, let's okay. just yeah, with a bad memory, dangerous territory. Yes, I wonder though. With Sudfeld, Boy. we talked about this a little bit. Eagles doing the Okie Doke because I, I kind of have that feeling of like, all right, is this one of those times where you're going to talk up a guy and just try and flip him? You know, to go out to somebody else and no. hold on to Nick Foles if somebody <laughs> knows it. You know, or is Foles this going to be going after this year though? Or so is, you're getting rid of Sudfeld, and then Foles is gone, then you have nothing. I don't. You have Joe Callahan. Joe Callahan. Oh, there you go. On. There he Give comes. Break. From Callahan Auto Parts. Uh, the... <laughs> I'd rather have Tommy. <laughs> I I think John, it's almost like the sort of the reverse of what you said. Not that they're talking him up to flip him. But maybe they're talking him up so people won't be upset if they trade Nick Foles at the last minute. There it is. There's the listen. I I understand the logic, and now you just ruined fantasy land for a moment. I was trying to get tricky there, <laughs> but it's a fair point nonetheless. As we go to Mac and Broomall, what's up, Mac? Hey, you unique opportunity. You caught me right as I'm as I entered a a, a trout fishing uh, stream here. Oh, in, uh, how about that? Excellent. Mike yeah. Trout's with you. Is that what you said? <laughs> Yeah, trout fishing. I, I told the screener about calling about Nick Foles and fly fishing, and I'm referring to an article in Sports Illustrated when he was when he was contemplating giving up uh, a career as an NFL quarterback and going back to Texas to work with his dad in the ministry. And he was specifically in some place, which I got to find out where this creek was, in some gorge in California where you couldn't get a cell phone or anything. Imagine that, <laughs> right? Casting casting through rising rainbow trail. Um, I'm in a little stream uh, in the Philadelphia suburbs outside of Broomall, Radnor Park, uh, Sawmill Park, called Darby Creek. And uh, I they guess bite, they might they biting today, Mac? Huh? They biting today? Oh, yeah. But biting isn't the word. I repented of my sinful ways and came home to the fly rod. Oh, and, excellent. Okay. To quote a line from the movie A River Runs Through It, which I think is one of Brad Pitt's best, true story about a minister, a minister in his Scottish Rite Presbyterian and his two sons who rebelled. Oh, yeah, we know the and movie. It, yeah, yeah. yeah well, well, if, you, if you pay attention when it, when it opens up, it, he said, if my father had his way, anyone who didn't know how to catch a fish would be allowed to disgrace a fish by catching it. So, Well, there you go. So what, what yeah. is, uh, so is this basically, are you Leonard Nimoying in search of the creek where Nick Foles was that, or is this just... No, uh, no, 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 no. I would actually... I, right now, I don't have the wherewithal to get out there, but if I were going to go west, because I've been as far west as Texas, the Navy had me there. Oh, okay. I get uh, you back. Well, Mac, I, I appreciate you chiming in, man, and thanks for the... Uh, well, let us know how they are <laughs> angling. I guess we can't use a uh, biting angling? in there. Is that what it is? I don't know. Oh, Todd, what's up, buddy? How are you? Yo, how are you? I'm doing great, man. Todd, are you fishing right now? I am not oh, fishing. Okay, okay. I, All right, get I was off playing the line, with then. a fly. It was a little open, so I got to, I had to take care of that. But <laughs> what are you excited for this season, buddy? I am excited for possibly if I can talk to Maria into it, seeing you guys down in Tampa. Hey now, <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun down in Tampa. Week two, um, we're traveling down with the fans of Philly. Yeah, you can go to ninety four WIP dot com and uh, just search for the trips. That I think Let there's a head it, over Maria. there. Let him do it. Let him, yeah, totally do it. <laughs> do we have to write you a letter? We can, we'll throw <laughs> you in the luggage. It's fine. I would frame it. I don't know if it ever gets where I frame it. All right, we'll we'll work on it. <laughs> so I, I I'm going to pivot this conversation a little bit and talk about the uh, Sixers really quick. Okay. Sure, do you we guys can... know who I really want for the Sixers' new GM? Sam Hinkie. 
Howie freaking Rosen. Yeah, there we go. Two GMs. And... Howie over promote Joe Douglas to be the number one guy in Eagles land, and we have two two championship winning teams next year. Look Let's at that. Go. They, they said it. Howie couldn't do it because he wasn't a football guy. They'll say he can't do it because he's a basketball basketball guy. Well, it doesn't even matter. He can do it. It doesn't <laughs> any sport. How would that work? I wonder. It's because it's just it's such a backwards way of GMing. Right, because there's just completely different. different. He understands numbers and the cap. I mean, that would be a a start, right? Sure. Before I I go, John, I'm only calling you out because I love you. I'm going to need another one because your your beginning segment was a little weak. I need another intro. Wow. Are you kidding me? You were a little sleepy at the beginning. I'm only saying it because I love you. I look forward to it. This is what my Saturdays are built on. Oh, God. (laughs) Todd, you need to have a better Saturday. What uh, what is your real quick Todd? Give us something that is uh is popular, but you don't get it. The, the Oscars. Ooh, oh, you no! just oh man, you just made no! James Seltzer upset. I get it. Though. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I I think I've watched the Oscars mostly because I grew up watching them and I just kind of never left. But I get it. They're they're they're. I think they're pretty boring. Todd. They're, they're, they're getting you. pretty boring. They're really you. boring. You're just watching a bunch of people that you already watch all the time get awards for things you saw them do. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty. I mean, good, you know, it's a good way to sum it up. But we, that well. we do that. That's kind of. I mean, we do that in sports. I mean, we're 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 sure. very happy that Brian Dawkins is in the Hall of Fame. For stuff he already great did, point. though, right? It's I mean, a great point. Come on, it's just in taste and. It's really because nobody likes to. You know, everybody kind of does the grandiose speeches, and rarely yeah. are there good, fun ones. And I get also, it. like half the award show is like best art direction and <laughs> best like documentary short. You listen, you're, so- you're making BLG yawn as yeah. I'm saying, falling asleep like, over here. I don't care what the best art direction is. Like best picture, actors, director. Let's get it. It could be an hour long. It'd be perfect. <laughs> let's go to uh, Dave and Chester. What's up, Dave? What's going on, gentlemen? Um, yeah, I'm Dave. Jimmy, the loser seltzer, huh? Yeah. Apparently, right? <laughs> we got to fix his loser. business cards. Yeah. You're a loser. Oh, no, no. Jimmy never gets laid seltzer. <laughs> there too, we go. That too, Perfect. Apparently. Hey, 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 hey. We're both married. Just because we're married don't mean we get laid. No, Man, I'm not. I'm just well saying. Well said, Dave. Well said. I like it. <laughs> um, anyway, what I'm most excited about, man, is uh, I'm curious to see how our injured players return and how much drive they have to get back to the Super Bowl since that. they didn't get to play in it. That's that, that. That's probably my most uh, exciting part of the season. I just want to see, you know, what these boys do since they got a taste of it, but they didn't actually taste it themselves. Dave, you know spe- especially with Jason Peters too. I know, like Carson's an easy one to jump to. Jason Peters is—it just looks angry all the time Absolutely. in in the best way possible. It's it's really cool to see him out there. Absolutely. And uh, the thing that I don't understand, um, and it's kind of popular. It's popular probably because people don't understand it. It's a catch rule. <laughs> That's what I don't understand. Ooh, yeah, the, what was it? The catch rule. Oh, that's a great call. Yeah, is it, I don't know if it's is it is it popular though. Is the catch rule popular? I think it's. I mean, I think it, it's unpopular. Yeah, it's it's. <laughs> that's more like a popular thing. No one understands. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, just period. Not understands why it's a big topic. Just don't understand it. Yeah, because kind most asks, what is that? Kind of like the right. yeah, because that's why uh, uh, dumb Patriots fans don't understand why it's still a touchdown with Zach Ertz. You know, made this. I mean, that was, just, that was just stupidity. That yeah. was clearly a catch. What um should we get WWE in here? Yeah, uh, we uh we we could uh but oh uh, most will have to tell. Yeah, most has got it. That's <laughs> producing right there. That's called producing. I like it. It's good work. By I will say uh, I just realized that go. that uh, Gronkowski came in uh, second in the Belmont Stakes. So. The Eagles win again, right? There's a horse came named... in second in the Super Bowl too. So there you that go. Was good. That's why it all works out. Matt Hammond, 
What uh, WWE, is that something you do or don't understand? I really don't get it. And I'm not one of these WWE haters. Oh, it's fake. It's scripted. It's just, I get why people like reality TV. I get why people like soap operas. But those generally aren't the people who like I think you just answered your own question, I don't know. It just, it's kind of lost on me. I think you just answered your own question, though. That's the same thing with, like, uh, as I see Marshall Harris, who's coming up at 8 o'clock. I mean, had to had to storm in for this for some reason. I love this. But uh, what, uh, what's going on, Marshall? I, I just hear the WWE talk, and I have to let y'all know, like, I think people of a certain age aren't on board. You had to be alive for, like, Hulkamania to really understand the depths of the soap opera level. And remember, I think Matt was alive for that, though, weren't you? You were in 88. For Hulkamania? Yeah. No, no, no. No, there's no, there's no, way. There's no I'm way. I'm 81, and I caught, like, the, I missed the very we're beginning. We're in the heyday. Of, like, I remember Andre the Giant and WrestleMania 3, and that was, like, the beginning of my wrestling fandom. And I, that, so, no way in 88. I, I grew up on, like, Junkyard Dog and those oh, guys. Yeah. Like, the yeah. Iron Sheik, like, Rowdy Roddy Piper. Y- well, you, you had to, like, as a child almost, embrace it, and then it just goes with you. And yeah. that, I loved it when oh. I was that age, but then it went away and I stopped. Right. When attention. it went away, like the WCW and, you know, yeah. kind of all got jumbled up. But like the original WWF before they had to change it oh, to WWF, yeah. that was some that was some fake real stuff. Oh, the, yeah. The oh, Attitude yeah. Era, if you will. The yeah. Atti- yeah, yeah. Well, that, that there, yeah. too. Like, I remember, you know. Ultimate Warrior. USA I, Saturday I Nights. That. I was locked in, you know. And we had to keep turning it on and off because my parents wouldn't let me watch And it. it's not going anywhere. You see how much they pay for that? Yeah, the right. that? yeah man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's well, that's it's gonna be point. ridiculous. Amount of money. That's the Thanks, point. Marshall. Yeah, thank you, Marshall. Great job. But I, yeah. I, I'm with Matt. I, I don't. I've never gotten wrestling. Oh, see, Growing totally, up, like I friends of mine, friends of mine loved it. I never understood it. Never watched it ever. Yeah. I totally get it. Oh, I got it. Well, I don't, I don't it. watch it anymore, yeah, but I totally same. get it. It's Matt, the same thing as so, watching soap operas. It's soap opera for dudes. Yeah. Pretty like for the most. Not that women can't enjoy it, but I'm like for the most part, like it's like it's it's, like macho soap soap opera is what it's supposed to be. And look, I I was way into it more, you know, as a youth. I think that's what it is. I think you're you get into it as a kid for the most part. It kind of fades out of your life. Maybe you revisit it. Some Maybe people you I don't think, know people that it's scripted. And Some all people that. do. I, don't know. I, I would say the majority of wrestling fans are still. Oh, there's uh, a lot of people our age who from love it. Marshall yeah. who grew up to they're still with it. Today. Yeah. <laughs> two Wait. for two. I love it. I, I think there's uh yeah, I it, but I dropped off like two thousand one. Right. Yeah. I stopped. I, I think just a like, lot of right. people drop off. Cold, the Rock, that was the last thing I kinda paid attention to and not as much as I used to before. I mean the rock, like that dude, wrestling or not, like clearly was a charismatic person who was able to translate that into other things you get it i understand it yeah. i understand why it's popular why people love it my thing is more that once i knew that it was scripted the matches it just didn't have the same relevance for me like i couldn't oh it really just didn't work I... in the same way because because the moves <sighs> took on a different relevance to me it's like I oh he's care. not actually breaking his arm yeah, darn well, no, yeah yes and no but like yeah. the flips this it's like oh there it's dance it's dancing it's dancing but more than it's it is. also like people like the scripting, like the story. It's storytelling. That's what people like about it. And yes. people like the set, like people, obviously older people now, not, I'm not saying not little kids, like they understand that it's fake, but they like the story that is trying to be told or they like to criticize very much because 
wrestling fans very critical of a lot of the storylines going on. And with, that's my favorite part. Of the yeah, whole I thing. mean, oh my God, it feels like sometimes it feels like they just don't enjoy it. And I, I kind of like there was a point in my life where I started to get back into it a little bit, not as much as I used to be as a kid, but like I kind of started rewatching it because I had a friend who was watching it. And I was like, you know, I'll watch it so I can talk with him about it. And it's just like every pay per view or everything. It's just like, what am I doing? Like the, the storytelling was so bad. It was just like everything sucks. They're they're always uh, trying to put this guy over who just like yes. everyone clearly hates Roman Reigns. And yeah. then yeah. it's just like, what are they doing? Is it, it just seems like Vince McMahon is getting like old and senile and he's like out of touch, but he's still involved with everything. So. Yeah, see, for me, it wasn't the storylines. It was right when ECW went away because they did. I was there for the crazy stuff. Oh, yeah. Give me, give me Mick Foley just getting thrown off of a Tommy you know, Dreamer. All of that. Look yeah. Rob Van Dam. Oh, yes. We're going on way too long with wrestling for an yeah, Eagles show. Is, yeah. 888 And uh, there's, been, there's been a lot of different things that uh, I think we've gone through through OTAs. And uh, I, I want to touch on something that you brought up uh, a little earlier, earlier there, BLG. The offensive line depth, certainly we, we don't know where where exactly it's going, but two things stick out to me the most from uh, this past week. One, Taylor Hart's still getting reps with the number twos. You love Taylor Hart. I love the I, – I want that to finally turn around and just be, okay, you know, this fifth-round frog stands defensive tackle becomes a decent backup <laughs> at a position that is not even close to it. But you touched on the Isaac Sayomala thing as well, and I'm – blown away by why aren't they giving him snaps at center, even though, you know, <laughs> Jason Kelsey wasn't there on Thursday and it was Wisniewski that took over at center. And then so, Toth behind him. Right. So what's going on there? I don't know. I just, I don't think he's long for this team, I guess, at this point. He's pretty much in the doghouse. He's not getting those reps. He doesn't, we don't know. Like, that's part of the other thing. He hasn't been available in the locker room after practices, so we can't even ask him and kind of see what's going on there. I would guess that I mean, maybe they're trying to trade him. It's not like you would even get a lot. I mean, Matt Tobin got a Matt Tobin from yeah. University <laughs> of Iowa. Got the Eagles a fifth. They also had to give up a seventh last year. So maybe you get some kind of late round pick there. But yeah, I don't know. Other than that, and then with Taylor Hart, I think the Taylor Hart thing is a little interesting because I remember watching him in OTAs last year and being like, that is definitely a defensive tackle trying to play right tackle. Yes, exactly. But then as it got later into the summer, it was kind of like, oh, he might have a shot. If you go look back at a lot of those 53-man roster projections from different beat writers, a lot of them had him on there. I remember uh, Jimmy Kempsey specifically had him on there. I might have had him on there. I can't remember for sure. I think if he was still practice squad eligible, which he wasn't, he could have been on the practice squad last year. I think they would have kept him there. They brought him back once uh, Jason Peters got hurt after the season, and then they shortly replaced him with Will Beatty. But still, like he was there for a little bit. So I, I don't think they're totally giving up on that. Now, you have to look at part of the reason I guess he was getting reps there is because, you know, Jason Peters is not fully practicing. And then right. Big V, you know, is uh, was working with different units and Lane Johnson wasn't there. So that's helping him for sure. But he's in the mix there. It's it's They're not going to just hand that job to Matt Pryor. And they're certainly not going to hand it to Jordan Mailata, who is just not ready to play. All I heard was he got beat out by Will Beatty. That was it. <laughs> that's all I needed to hear. I mean, come on, man. But that's different, though, because I Will Beatty is this guy's proven. Yeah. And, then and who stinks Taylor. and could barely stay healthy, but sure. But listen, like, listen he, has ex- he has experience with the position. Taylor Hart, you know, was new I'm to the joking. position. I know. I want to say it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor Hart was new to the position. He's had a full year now, more than a full year, under his belt at this position. So 
could push for a spot. Yeah, it's the you know it's the off season when we're all de- defending a uh, uh, Taylor. You guys Hart. both love this. It's like the Taylor Hart show. <laughs> uh, 888-729-9494. Uh, there is uh, I, I completely forgot where I was going, and now I'm mad at myself because I had a great thought, and now it's uh, now it's away. But uh, we still want to know. So bummed now. I know what we are. Uh, what I'm you are, for you think is is popular that is not uh, that you don't understand, and I gotta. I got a huge one after we come back from the break. It's a, a franchise that I've never understood why it was why it was good and why people glue themselves to the televisions every week for it. Plus, what are you looking forward to this Eagles season, uh, and and what do you want to see? Uh, and it could be you know the silly things like uh, oh that's what I, I meant to say. Uh, Jordan Maialata finally took a BGN Radio's own uh, uh, Trey Thomas's advice because last week. He was talking about, I, 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 was, I was having a discussion with all the tackles, please wear the knee braces, and Jordan Maialata certainly did. So shouts to Trey for doing that. Uh, more when we get back. It's BGN Radio, Sports Radio 94 WIP. This is BGN Radio on Sports Radio 94 WIP. The Cowboys. Why are they so popular? I've never understood that in my life. Why are the Cowboys so popular? Why is it the biggest bandwagon team? And why is it that there's the biggest amount of D-bags that end up rooting for those guys? It's every single time. They're always that. Lakers fans, Duke fans, whatever it is. I can't. That's the most popular thing that I can never figure out. Ever. Ever, ever, ever. And they're all the same. Every single Cowboys fan that gets upset at whatever Brandon writes or I write, they're all from L.A. They're, all, they're not from Dallas. They're all, they all live in Los Angeles, most of them. And then some of the creepers that live in South Philly here, which again, just to be, uh, you know, uh, contradictory, just, just, just because like, you know, like, oh God, I hate it. I went to the veteran stadium once and I got treated real bad. And that's why I rooted for an NFC East team. That's it. I, I don't get it. I, and people always say the same things. Well, it was on national TV. It's just like Notre Dame, you know, in the same way, which is another thing I don't understand in Philadelphia, Wait, why yeah. there's so many Notre Dame fans going on. And we don't like college football on top of that in the city. Regardless, I I have not heard one great explanation of why people are Cowboys fans and why it's the most popular. Is it just because of marketing? Well, I I think it's like you said. I think the old explanation was they were um, America's team and all that crap. And I think that that it carried been, over. That was a then, long time ago, though. Yeah, but it's your kids and their kids and kids and kids. And, but I think the bigger thing is you're right. I think it's that it's that it was like they are the Yankees of football. And not even the Yankees, really. I know, but I'm just saying that's where it came from, and thus they get the they get all those fans who are like, I'm gonna I'm gonna be a football fan. And I like Dallas now. Yeah, go Cowboys. And I also like the Penguins. Yes, and, uh, and the everybody Lakers else. and the Yankees. It was, go teams. It was a really long time ago. It was so long ago that some of those championships you know they happened before some of these players in the last <laughs> draft were even born as david eggers has pointed out but Thank i you. have a thing with this cowboys thing okay so there is a counterpart to the ah, bleeding green nation right <laughs> website which is obviously for eagles fans that is called blogging the boys that is for the cowboys mm-hmm. and i would now i respect for obviously some of those people I work don't. for the same company i don't I, i've met some of them they are acceptable human beings, nice human beings, but that doesn't mean I won't rip them. And how every article I feel like on that site is just 
it's almost as if the Cowboys won the Super Bowl. <laughs> it's a, it's everything like, wow, the Cowboys are having such a great offseason and they're just outsmarting the league again. Let me tell you why Jason Garrett is yeah, the exactly. best coach and in the NFL. Jason Garrett is a Jedi master. And I'm not making that up. They literally called him a Jedi master at one point. I don't like where's that even coming from? He's, so he's a Jedi at clapping. But isn't that amazing? Yeah. But it. isn't that like that says a lot that they are so soft on that team. Like Deluded that is not well. what happens in Philadelphia. We will kill the Eagles, and that shows we care. That's the thing about them. They're they're fake fans. They don't even care. They just think everything is good and rosy, and they they don't have the gall to criticize their team to the extent that we do. Yeah. And they're soft. I, I have no idea why. Like the everything is fine. Take is is the same thing every year. Tony Romo doesn't have a bag. It's fine. Des Bryant is down. It's okay. <laughs> every every time Jason Garrett, it's okay. He's fine. He's one of you know uh, uh, Zeke Elliott's c- uh, carrying around uh, peen uh, squirt guns in his fanny pack, and he looks fat. Peen. It's okay. <laughs> you know, it's fine. Did you go peen? Like, yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> but like, I just that's why I don't understand. How, why would you want to be a fan of that organization? And in time, like we would have, we would have thrown Jerry Jones out a long time ago. We would have begged him to sell the team. We would have found his burner account. A, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, seriously. You know, that Jerry's going to have bur- burner accounts, right? Yeah, he's a billionaire, though, so I think he's got a better uh Or maybe he stays to, off to it. He's, you know, he's, he's a little smarter about it. Uh, but, yeah, that's that's one thing I, I will never understand is why the – not only are, are they popular. I understand why they're popular, why they got popular. Why are they the most popular? I don't know why they continue to be. Yeah. After well, 20 years of me- mediocrity, basically. Well, and, and not just the mediocrity. You make a great point. They got a bunch of – jerks on the team like it's a bunch of like why would you want to root for Ezekiel Elliott like like, I wouldn't want to root for that guy that's that's one of the coolest things about this Eagles team that we've talked about in the Super Bowl and all that is like how many guys on this team you actually respect and are like this is a good human being this is a good person giving your salary up all that type of stuff I, I, it's it's awesome that we get through for those guys and they have to root for those guys in the same couple of days that Carson Wentz raises almost a million dollars for charity Charity softball game. Dak and Zeke are seen at this shop buying <laughs> water guns in the shape of something, as John Barcher Beans. described earlier. Yeah. yeah. Like, just think about that. I, I'm so upset with myself that I just didn't write an article this week that was like comparing Carson Wentz and Dak Prescott heading into their third seasons. And I should have just posted a screenshot of that Carson Wentz headline raising money for charity and i should have just posted a picture of dak and zeke <laughs> yeah so, that like, should have been the article says everything right w- there water gun power ranking with uh those specific <laughs> shaped ones way at the bottom but do you think part of people loving the cowboys is in a sense people hate eagles fans so much nah. they do it despite nah. cuz i know people there are people I've met people that they're like, I'm a Cowboy fan. I was raised in Philly. My dad was an Eagles fan, and I decided to be different. He was obnoxious wow. about it, so I want to be a and Cowboys you're friends fan. friends with these people? No, I'm, I'm not. I've met them. <laughs> I've met them. Like, I'm not friends with them. This explains Actually, a lot. I, I, I went, Sounds like a jail. We'll say that. <laughs> in, uh, in college once, somebody lent me a pencil, and then I start writing with it, and then I notice there's a Cowboys logo on and I threw it at them. That That was the most most story ever Uh, right there. And And then then I I threw it at him. (laughs) How dare you? Give me the Dallas Cowboys pen. But it's the same. Yeah. I, I, uh, oh, ooh. My mom made a huge mistake when we moved out here, too. Like, you know, I was, when I I moved here in fourth grade, we were, we became Eagles fans almost instantly. Uh oh. But, uh, 
See, the cool thing was the Fab Five back in the day. Me and my mm-hmm. brother used to rock the Michigan stuff all the time because yeah, that the was Fab the thing Five. you do. And, she, and and it's the same thing. And I, I, I almost want to go back and ask her. She got us like a cowboy starter jacket. No, and no. I go, Mom, we. It's not that we don't. No, that's not how this no. works at all. Get me a Charlotte Hornet starter jacket now. But she made me wear it because she. But it was like it's good money. We pay it, so I had to like you know. You wore it. I had to. Oh no, you didn't. It was, Don, it was no, very un- out of this. It was uncomfortable. You went, it's the you most uncomfortable winter of my life. You take it to school one day and then you say, Oh, I, I did lost this. It. I hugged myself. I must have. I must have left it somewhere and it's oh, no, sitting we did in that. the trash can. I couldn't do that right away, but we. Uh, yeah, I was like, Oh no, I don't. Did you try I don't to rip there. the stars off no. or something. We yeah. couldn't. Uh, I would get mad. They was the star jackets were expensive so nope it was uh nope, it was a terrible way to like begin a, the uh it's like uh what is it when you uh divorce your parents what's that called emancipation yeah. Emanci- <laughs> that is a grounds for emancipation right listen there. there's a reason why they're still in i when i'm in here okay we <laughs> solved the issue we did the problem uh 888-729-9494 uh john barcher james seltzer brandon league out and all hanging out with you uh we're, it's uh, bgn radio and we you know that was the other interesting thing uh, along with, as we're discussing what is popular and what is not, very popular uh, that Carson Wentz and Zach Hurts were down at game Whoa. four in Cleveland. Oh, oh, yeah. What were they doing there? Huh? Well, is that a little recruiting going on? Did you see the tweets, too? Because no. we'll Zach Hurts tweeted out that there's only one reason why we're here. Oh. Hashtag oh. complete the process. And then Carson Wentz chimed in with a little sunglasses, smiley face. That's right. Okay, how cool is it that we have athletes who are out recruiting for our other teams? LeBron like, James said that Carson Wentz is his favorite NFL player to watch. Come on. Dude, Carson Wentz is going to get LeBron here, and then he's going to get Mike Trout here, yeah. and then we all should he's, just That's going to be awesome this summer. Carson down. Wentz is going to be in that meeting room. I can't wait to see those stories. Like, LeBron's coming to Philly for a visit, and Carson Wentz is in the room. Okay. And... Joel Embiid's there. Like that's that's awesome. Do you guys really think it's going to happen? Do you think LeBron is coming to Philly? Yeah. Well, I mean, for a visit at least. No, of course. They get yeah. it. That's no, what I'm no, talking no. about. Of yeah. course. No, I'm totally. That's going to happen. Yeah. I'm saying, look ahead. Look past that. Where's he going? Where's he coming gonna here? Sign? He is Where coming is here. Where is it? You think he's going to sign mm-hmm. here? Yes. My life is like dependent. Like I am so like I like I feel like my life has been leading up to this moment. I think he's going to be a Laker. No, he's that's not. So, this is the, me, it's such a boring idea? take. But it's not a boring take. It's, 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 it's a pragmatic take. It's, that's what it is. Here's it's the, pragmatic. Here's the it's only, not wrong. I said this last no, night. Not. This is the only way LeBron James ends up in L.A. KD comes with him, and so does PG, because you're not going to that team otherwise. There Why is not? no reason to go there Why? at all. He's, a leg- he's, like a, he want, he's got $20 million houses out there, multiple $20 million houses. Brian Windhorst has said. He's got his entire like, company out there, is his production house, like all that type of stuff. He's not going anywhere. Plus, he can go play for Magic, do the whole yeah, Laker the magic thing. thing is, like, there's something I think it to matters. That. that. He's a narratives guy. I, I, I think that matters. Every single year, we trick ourselves in the same damn thing as NBA fans. The Lakers will sign X, Y, and Z, and what happens? Yeah, this one's different, though. <laughs> They've got the space. I think they get PG and, and LeBron. If I had to bet, it's not if I enough. Had to bet money, it's not enough. What do you mean it's not enough? That is not enough to go compete against Houston, let alone I the Warriors. I, well, he, he can take a shot. Look, you have enough if you have LeBron to, to compete, clearly, as we've Does seen Does he want to be in the West? That's the thing. Uh, well, that's, that's a good that's, point. That's, that's, a a big, yeah. that's a big question. I don't, but, I don't Utah's so. coming up. You got <laughs> Houston. You got it. He doesn't want to be there. All else things being equal, of course. But I'm saying I think, personally, I think the production houses, all that stuff is more important to him than playing in the East. I, I completely disagree. That's what I think. Completely disagree. As Brian Windhorst pointed out last night, his number one thing for a team is the players that are on it 
And then ownership after that. Wow. Well, 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 ownership the is much clearly better in LA. Ownership much advantage. better in LA. You'd much rather be with, you know, Jeannie Buss and Magic Johnson. Would you? Jeannie Buss of is more stabilized. Josh Harris? And Josh Harris, Josh Harris knows how to turn NBA franchises into Stop. billions Stop. when they were got for millions. Stop. If Look, you're talking about they're, money, they're, Josh Harris is a good guy to talk, talk to. If you want to talk roster, great. That's totally sure, all that. But, like, don't, you know, mag- magic alone is, as far as ownership, whatever you want to say, is concerned, that is a much bigger reason to go there than to come here for Josh Harris and David Blitz. All I know is everybody's getting and sucked no in to the crappy odds makers like Bet Online AG and all and BTSD and all that. The favorite until like just recently, like it's because it's from those crappy books. It's not from Westgate. It's not from the Win. It's not from Vegas. I'm telling you, I'm making my favorite in the book of James Seltzer. <laughs> the Lakers are a minus it, it, two hundred favorite. Makes, it makes no sense to go to Lakers at all. all. If how you are, if you say that, it's because a narrative guy. I just told you how it makes sense. Wants to compete and be in there. That that makes Brandon Ingram I just and, told and you, Paul my, George is oh that's it. My take is he cares more about the next phase of his life, being a billionaire, owning a team. All that stuff that is more important to him now than than the amount of titles he can get left. He would love to win titles, but I'm telling you, he cares more about setting himself up for that next chapter. That would that's be, what I that believe. That would be the weirdest LeBron James that I've seen no, in this he's past. He's a narratives career. guy, really. Like that makes all, all total sense with what he's done so far. <laughs> it's it really good does. Good to Dave in Northfield. What's up, Dave? I disagree with you. Which one? You got to look at the man. You got to look at the man and who he is and what he's always spoken of. He started as a teenager, came into the league, progressed into becoming a strong young man, left the team, went to Miami, came back because he realized it's about family, it's about where he came back because it was a great narrative, Dave. Don't buy into that. Yeah, he came back because I'm that. coming you home. Know, it wasn't, though. I know what you're saying. It wasn't. He came back because it was a great narrative. He was coming back to play with Kyrie and a team that had the first pick. That's what happened. Whatever he does, he's going to look at his kids. He's going to look at his wife. He's I agree. Weigh all that out. Do you know where his kids live half the year? Oh, Los Angeles? Get out of here, really? Wow. How about that? Then why were they looking at Melvin Prep? Because, of course, he's going to do <laughs> He's going to do his, he's gonna no, do his just, research. I know. I'm just saying. Look, and he could come here. I'm not saying it's a 0% chance. I think it's certainly on the table. It's clearly one of the three or four places he could go. I'm just betting on the Lakers. Cleveland. You don't know where he's going to go. I agree. I think it's Cleveland. If I had to bet, and I don't think Houston's a real thing, I think it's the Lakers here or Cleveland. I think we got a real chance. I don't think I'm he goes saying, back, man. If I had to bet money, I'd bet on the Lakers. That's all. Here's the one thing, and I appreciate the call, Dave. Here's what's, here's what's weird. Is, who was it? Draymond Green last night? Somebody from the Warriors said, there's a oh, there's a lot of stuff behind the scenes that is really weird. Uh, After the final, somebody said David that West was it? David West, yeah, said it's, it's going to be really weird. And now I just see Lou Williams who tweeted this out last night. League's going to be weird as hell next year. I don't think we honestly, we have no idea. It's going to be right. like a shocking. If he, like, go, he if, goes to the Pelicans or something <laughs> like that. I mean, that would be a, if he won some titles. That wouldn't be a terrible decision. They can't yeah, it do would. it. They have yeah, no money. They have no, are you kidding? You don't think he can win a title with Anthony Davis? No. They're not beating the Warriors. <laughs> They're not, that's, that's, that's not beating the Warriors. Well, I don't think anyone's beating the Warriors, but I think, they, I mean, like, look. Sixers you, are. You think, do we, okay. Well, let's we're we're going to get into it because uh, maybe we need the power of Carson Wentz and Zacherts to be enough with that. It's BGN Radio. It's right here. Sports Radio 94 WIP. This is BGN Radio on Sports Radio 94 WIP. We're, we've been arguing about basketball for like 10 straight minutes off the air. Yeah. 888 commercial break. There was nothing else we did. 94 94. 
John Barcher, James Seltzer, Brandon Lee Gowton, all a part of BGN Radio. Marshall Harris, looking very handsome, as always. he always is. Too handsome for radio. Coming in at uh, 8 o'clock, if he's in uh, 8 to 10, he's walking <laughs> back in again. What? I'm giving you a compliment yeah, giving, here. He's acting My like goodness. we didn't. Like, yeah, what? Uh, you said you're too so, handsome. Too handsome for radio. That's I all just, I said. I just, I just want to give y'all a shout out, and, and thanks for the very kind <laughs> words. <laughs> you said I look so angry when he gave me something. I just, you know, I really appreciate what y'all do. Y'all have so much fun on this show. And for me to come behind y'all, that's a tall order, but I'm okay with it because even though my show won't be as much fun, I'm going to try to like BLG sitting down. It can't be that tall. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, I'm just, I'm trying to piggyback on, on the fun that you guys are literally, I've loved all the discussions you guys. Well, here's it. We've been, we've been literally arguing about like, I, what are you arguing about? I don't get the, the, why LeBron to the Lakers thing is so popular unless there's two other moves behind it that I don't understand for him to go to the Lakers just on its own. Yeah, you can you can convince PG to be there, but that's not enough to beat Houston. It's not enough to beat the Warriors. So there's got to be a third leg in that if he is going to LA. Now you say that, but look at how successful LeBron was just with Kyrie and then the guys that they had yep. when they won the title, sure. when they got to the finals. That's not with the same Kyrie. Warriors team either. It's 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 not. But well, he beat that Warriors team with Kyrie and and not the with same KD team. Either, but he was in the East. Yeah. Huh? Not with yeah, KD either. Right. 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 Sure. So. I understand what James is saying in terms of if LeBron wants to go to L.A. and he thinks he can get PG and maybe they have some other tricks up their sleeve, yep. you know, he can go to L.A. or maybe even the Clippers and, 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 and figure it out. I, I think that's those are all plausible. I also think I don't think I heard y'all mention the Celtics. I think that's plausible, yeah, too. Yeah, we did you, mention Because him. if you want to stay in the East. Well, here's the thing. you got to get rid of Kyrie, though, right? Like, you, yeah, like Kyrie and LeBron are going to play together again. Here's the thing. Kyrie's a free agent at the end of next season. That's true. So you have, with just Gordon Hayward, yeah. Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, knowing oh, what yeah. they are, Al Horford. The, here's the thing. If that you want to beat me, the Warriors, you I'd have to so have pissed, guys who can switch. <laughs> guys who have to be able to. You need long guys who can switch. LeBron in Boston, for that reason, makes a lot of sense Definitely. going up against well, the Warriors. Well, so that, that's really the big question. The big question is, does he care more about championships or does he care more about all the other stuff? I still think it's championships. I, I, think, think, it's, I, I think it's both. Is I think point. it's championship. I think most of all, he wants to keep his finals streak alive. Yeah. Well, he can he, still that, set that, the record for finals exactly. in a row. You're not doing but, it in L.A. Well, then it, if, if he cares about that streak, then, then I think any team makes a lot of sense there, obviously, but... I think that, look, and I, I do think that he can get Paul George and another guy. I mean, they have assets. Brandon Ingram's an asset. Lonzo Ball still could be an asset. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he could that, be. Lonzo Ball's yeah. going to retire and go try baseball. Three yeah. of those letters like, are right. Yeah. But yeah. I, like Lonzo, I like Lonzo Ball, the actor. I liked him in those equal. I did, too. Yeah, it was good. It was yeah, nice. They, they have pieces that Kyle Kuzma's an asset. asset. I mean, they have they have things they could trade to try and make something. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, right. I, I thought you were about to go in and get Kyle Kuzma's an ass man. You're like, no. yeah. <laughs> you know that. That's fantastic yes, that's knowledge. That's true also. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it, it, I just, I just it, it, that's why I'm saying it doesn't make sense to me. The way that, like, isn't it weird, though? And, it, and you're right. There is something weird happening. There's too many NBA cryptic tweets that are going out, and people are mentioning different things. It's going to be weird. And I I kind of almost get worried now more than ever because it's Brett Brown at the helm. We There is no GM. Like, it was going to be a tough offseason. It's going to be the most important one. And now, like, uh, I love Brett Brown to death. But we've seen this show before. We've seen the guy pick his own groceries before in this town. 
didn't really work oh, out wow, that well. Oh, wow, you're really making that comparison. I'm not saying it's exactly that because he's going to have way more help than, you know, And Chip also, is doing. I think long-term, he's not going to... Uh, look, no. Brett Burton is not the answer at personnel He even said that. He's the he even and said he, he doesn't want to do it. We all know. Yeah. Sam Van Gundy, we've all seen how that works out when a coach is basically, <laughs> you know, picking the players so that he can win games in the moment. That doesn't work either, so... I think it's different for basketball than football, though. I, I think there's, there's less guys, and you just need the superstars, and then if you know what you're trying to do... Totally. Uh, like, I think a D'Antoni could do something like that. I think, I obviously, think, Popovich. I just think it's, yeah, and Pop is a perfect example of it. But I, I think inherently it's an issue of, especially in a league where you do have to kind of tank to rebuild or at least yeah. that direction to rebuild. I think if you have a coach whose job is dependent upon winning games on the court, who's also in Mortgaging charge of the future. Yeah. yeah. Like, okay, that's not fair. caring Long-term, about the future. Short-term. I want to win games. We so saw I'm that with his, his contemporary yeah. who just got, uh, Sam let go and, in. Um, Stan Van Gundy did that well, in Detroit say, too. In, uh, in Atlanta, um, yeah. Budenholzer. Boot, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you look at Budenholzer and uh, as a guy who went there and was in charge of everything, and he won right away. Couldn't get the superstars mm-hmm. that he needed. Yeah. Lost the the best players, and now he's on. He's, he's out of a job. Yeah. Is there a scenario here where, like, I know we're all thinking in the same way that they have to just go right now, whatever it is, pile up all the assets, get the get the guy, go after LeBron. Try and see if you can get Kawhi. Is there a scenario where it's more or less the Danny Ainge way and it's just, nope, not yet. Nope, not yet. They're going to keep kind of pausing and waiting, even though Brett Brown is literally saying we need a third superstar. Well, if they strike out this year, yeah. I guess they could. Just... Which it sounds like, based on what you guys are saying, it's a possibility. Probably are. I would say probability. It's a possibility. Yeah, I think do they're like very well of, positioned to get them. They Me do like too. a bunch of one-year deals, I guess, at that point. But like the thing about that is like I just don't want it to happen. <laughs> it's so not exciting. Like <laughs> we you don't just want had LeBron this... to come here. No, I'm saying like the he wants LeBron, the, not um, the other end. Like where we, we're just we're ready like, for the splash, doing yeah. one year deals. So, yeah, like we just had this exciting season. Like let's capitalize on it right now. I got to do it, man. Marshall, what do you have coming up, buddy? Uh, well, I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, <laughs> the Sixers and specifically the Colangelo situation. Oh, it's so much fun. Uh, and why I love his wife. <laughs> As a representative of like what I'm looking for in a woman, she has that traits ride, that ride or die, ride baby. or till the wheels fall off. That's right. That's off cinder right. blocks. Uh, Got to talk about To and why I'm not mad at To saying I'm, I'm good on the Hall of Fame. Like y- oh, y'all have like fun that. without me. I like interesting. That's an interesting take. I'm excited uh, to hear that. James and I were talking about it on the car right up, and I said this is awesome if he actually has a meaning behind it, and it's not a publicity stunt. Yeah, I don't think it's a publicity sign. Do you think he's like, oh, y'all want to like keep me out for three years? Here, here's the deal. Like, I don't care about this. Isn't about yeah, your pomp it. and circumstance. And uh, the Phillies, the bottom is just falling all wow, the way out yeah. on the Phillies. Uh, Something we talked about though. This is schedule time. This is, is schedule yeah, time. We, we knew it was coming, but it, I, I don't know if they can survive it at this rate. I don't know if they can survive it. So all that stuff. I'm gonna have Michael Lee, uh, senior writer for Yahoo on the NBA side talking about the GM possibilities for the Sixers. Excellent. That's Marshall Harris. Uh, stay tuned to him till 10 o'clock. want to thank Moshe and Matt Hammond for uh, being a part of the show. Brandon Lee Gout and James Seltzer. I am John Barchard. You can catch us at the big happy birthday joint at Adobe tonight. Happy birthday, Brian Coulter, who is uh, one of our on-air road producers. It's going to be a fun time. Tecates and all sorts of fun things down there. So, uh, with that being said, Marshall Harris is coming up. This has been BGN Radio right here. Sports Radio 94 WIP.